This is Science Friday. I'm Ira Flato. And now it's time to check in on the state of science. This is KERA News, St. Louis Public Radio, Iowa Public Radio News. Local science stories of national significance. Animal agriculture is a big industry in the Midwest. To make it even bigger, some states are courting concentrated animal feed operations known as CAFOs. These are huge facilities that hold thousands of animals inside. But some rural residents are not happy about having a whole bunch of animals in a small space nearby. Their big concern, water pollution from manure runoff. Joining me to talk about this is Eva Tesfai, reporter for KCUR and Harvest Public Media. She's based in Kansas City, Missouri, and has been reporting on this story. Welcome to Science Friday. Thanks for having me. Nice to have you. Okay, please define for us what CAFO is. Yeah, so as you said, it stands for Concentrated Animal Feeding Operation. And so basically what that means is that animals are kept inside. They're kept inside a building and fed inside. And concentrated is given to animal feeding operations that just have a large amount of animals. So usually like thousands of them. So it's really these industrial sized operations. So you can also think of them as factory farms. Yeah, that's that's the old words for describing them, right? Yeah. Concentrated animal feeding operation is like the official USDA term. I got it. What states did you look at during your reporting? What kind of changes are happening in support of CAFOs? Yeah, so I looked at Iowa, Nebraska, and Missouri, and I looked at Iowa as mainly a point of comparison because that state has the most CAFOs in the Midwest. It it has about 4,000 of them. And in recent years, both Missouri and Iowa made it harder for local communities to oppose CAFOs. So Iowa reversed a Supreme Court decision, and doing that, they made it harder to file nuisance suits against CAFOs, so neighbors can't sue CAFOs. In Missouri, the Senate passed a bill that made it so counties can't put any restrictions on agriculture that are more strict than the state. Another way that they're bringing in more CAFOs is both Missouri and Nebraska have programs that counties can sign up for, where basically they just get this designation that signals that they are friendly counties to CAFOs, friendly to livestock productions. And the things that they have to agree to in order to get these designations are usually promising to not enact regulations or more restrictions on these operations. So a lot of what's been happening has been about preventing more local restrictions or regulations or local opposition to mm. CAFOs. Like legal loopholes. Speaking of that, what are some of the big complaints people are having about CAFOs? So a huge thing is the smell. If you go near any CAFO, you will immediately be hit by the smell of the manure. Did, did you find that yourself? Did you find that? Yeah, I went to I went to a few CAFOs in Missouri um, outside of them, and they actually didn't have the pigs there, but I could still smell um, how bad it was. And I could also, I was still starting to get a headache from Ooh. the ammonia. And the people who, who live there, you know, describe it as literally being unlivable. They can't be outside when uh, the wind brings that smell their way. So it, it is really, really bad. The other thing is that, you know, these operations produce huge, huge amounts of animal waste. Um, it can be millions of gallons a year. And in order to dispose of that waste, they have to spread it on fields. So they don't discharge directly into water or anything like that. But water pollution is still a concern because the manure that's spread on fields runs off into our waterways. And one of the big concerns is nitrates. 
nitrates from that runoff can go into, especially here in the Midwest, can go into the rivers that go into the Mississippi River, which contributes to the dead zone in the Gulf of Mexico. Nitrates can also cause harmful algae blooms. Research in Nebraska is also linking high nitrate levels to pediatric cancer. So Mm. water pollution from these CAFOs is a huge concern, not only for the people who live in the area who drink that water, but also further downstream. Now, if if people want to protest against this and they, they really want, you know, to voice their concerns, I know you've talked to people there. You've talked to one woman, Susan Williams, in Cooper County, Missouri. How did this CAFO situation play out there? Yeah, so Susan Williams, so she's a farmland owner in Cooper County. And basically, a few years ago, a CAFO announced uh, that it would be moving in less than a mile from her home. So basically what she did was she got a bunch of people and she also got the health department involved. Their concern was the smell, but one of their big concerns was, yeah, the manure would be spread on fields. They use a lot of groundwater there for drinking water. So the concern was whether that would seep into the groundwater and affect people's well water. So that health department passed some regulations on manure and air quality But then what happened right after that Senate bill that I spoke about earlier, that passed. And so now she and Cooper County are suing the Missouri government for passing that law that basically said they couldn't enact those regulations and restrictions on CAFOs. So that case went to the Supreme Court. So they're waiting for the decision on that. But, you know, she told me she's basically doing everything she can. Basically, here's what she said about fighting CAFOs. The fight's not ever going to be over. I think this public is always going to have to be vigilant to make sure that the public's interests are taken into account just as much as any industry. She is optimistic because it seems like there is more of that people paying attention to this than before there is more of that vigilance. Hmm. So what do we know about how CAFOs have worked in other states, for example, in Iowa? Yeah, so Iowa has a lot of CAFOs, and we also know that's partly because of the protections for animal agriculture in that state. I also talked to a researcher who studied right-to-farm laws. Um, Her name is Dr. Loka Ashwood. So right-to-farm laws are laws that protect agricultural operations from lawsuits from their neighbors, from those nuisance lawsuits. And basically every state in the United States has some form of those laws. And she said, basically, across the U.S., we see that CAFOs actually win these lawsuits the most. Like, these lawsuits tend to protect CAFOs. And small farmers are the ones who are losing them the most. So a lot of these laws got passed because people wanted to protect farmers, but it's the small farmers that are actually losing. That is interesting. Well, well, so what is the agriculture industry response? What what did they say in support of CAFOs? Yeah, so I talked to Mike Deering from the Missouri Cattlemen's Association, and this is what he had to say about it. It's food security. It's the food supply chain and to make sure that we are keeping that local and not having to import, import, import. And so we have to encourage growth. Basically, the argument is that it's really necessary for economic growth, especially in states like Missouri, Nebraska, and Iowa, where agriculture and the livestock industry is one of the main economic sectors. And some also argue that it provides uh, needed employment in rural communities. The EPA recently said, though, didn't it, that it plans to look into this CAFOs issue? Well, they had an announcement, right? 
Yeah. So nationally, the EPA doesn't actually have very strict regulations on CAFOs. But a couple weeks ago, EPA said it was going to study whether they should update their regulations on CAFOs. And so this was after environmental groups pressured them last year with a lawsuit. I talked to Iowa Food and Water Watch, which was one of the groups that spearheaded this. And they basically said they were turning their attention to getting national change because states like Iowa and Nebraska and Missouri, you know, are really not regulating this industry. So they're really looking to get some national changes to get these states to start regulating more. Well, I want to thank you. This is really interesting and and, uh, something I know that you'll be following, Eva. I want to thank you for taking time to be with us today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Eva Tesfai, reporter for KCUR and Harvest Public Media. She is based in Kansas City, Missouri.